Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to a Tuesday, October 4th edition of the DC Daily Drop. Today we've got news on Justice League filming, uh, Krypton casting news, and a couple premieres that are coming up. Uh, To get started, the top news of the day is that Justice League has wrapped filming in London which is its primary shooting location. Uh, That's according to The Hollywood Reporter, and there was uh, some Instagram posts from Jason Momoa and others that there was a rap party this past weekend, but they're not completely finished filming. According to The Hollywood Reporter, they're shooting at... They still have shooting to do at a more remote location, and that is a mystery location. I think there's been rumors that Iceland is one of the locations they need to shoot at yet, but nothing official has been announced about that but uh it's done filming filming in london it's been going on since april (laughs) so you know uh these dc Zack snyder films take tend to have a long long time shooting and you know six months is kind of the norm for them uh especially they're shooting in inside a lot which is kind of nice because we've seen almost no set leaks Mm -hmm. if you remember i mean we've seen nothing in terms of that so that's good news. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's not it's not a huge news. It doesn't really tell us anything new, but it's just something that it's that much closer to being real to us seeing it on screen. So just it's nice knowing that they've their primary location. They're done. They're done filming there. They've got what they wanted. So right, and we're now about thirteen months out from the Justice League film. Yep. Uh, so our next piece of news uh, concerns the the new Krypton series, which will be coming to Sci Fi. Um, they cast the lead for Seagal, which uh, the actor's name is Cameron Cuff, who he's he's a bit of a newcomer. I, I haven't seen him in anything. Um, but Seagal is going to be Superman's grandfather. Um, and they, and Jor-El's father. Yeah. It's kind of funny how that works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that we've established how family trees work, we can get on with it. Yeah, they work the same on Krypton, evidently. So, um, there's there's a nice little description uh, description in the article, um, in Variety, and it says destined to be the ancestor of Jor El, the future father of Superman, and Kal El, the future Superman. Seagal is the scion of the once prosperous El family and is blessed with an intuitive brilliance for all things technical. He's now living in Krypton's lowest caste after his family was stripped of its rank. Um, so, Tom, what are you looking? For, what are you hoping to see in this show? Well, that's really uh, an interesting description, and I don't. And you said Seagal, and I think that's what we're going to go with until we hear something different. Because, uh, as far as I know, it's based off of the name comes from Joe Siegel, who yeah, was one of the co. Or, uh, Jerry Siegel, who is one of the co-creators of Superman. So um, that's what we're going to go with for now. But yeah, it's they gave a lot of information in the description of the character there. You see that. So Krypton is, you know, normally we see it as a very technologically advanced culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like they're going to be referencing that with Seagal. Um, but they also have a caste system. and. I guess I'm just interested to see about this. I know a lot of people weren't excited when this was announced and I was sort of with as many TV shows around now, it's sort of like, okay, we get to see a story about something we've never seen before and don't really care about. 
<laughs> but uh, the closer we get to it, the more excited I am actually because they've got a chance to sort of create their own culture from scratch and do whatever they want with it. And we get to see Krypton's early days, which has been in a few comics. Some of these characters have been in a few comics, but it's mostly a blank slate. Mm-hmm. The The only thing that I think gave me pause is that the fact that it's on sci-fi and I don't really associate sci-fi with quality TV shows or movies. That's more the place where you go to watch Sharknado right. and stupid stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, with David Goyer, he, he wrote Man of Steel and uh, Batman versus Superman and the Dark Knight trilogy. The Dark Knight trilogy. So yeah. he's not, I mean, he's not some random person who doesn't really know anything about uh, Superman's mythology. Um, and I think... Right. He was, you know, he played a huge role, obviously, in that opening scene in Man of Steel, which showed sort of what Krypton's potential would be. Right. Obviously, we're not going to see that same uh, CGI budget. <laughs> Probably um, not. <laughs> but, right. No, um, but I think a lot of people are looking for it to be like a, a Game of Thrones type show. Which I haven't, I haven't personally watched Game of Thrones, but I know a lot of people really like it, and so that sort of, I guess, political family drama, um, yeah, backstabbing sort of stuff, but set in the <laughs> Superman universe would be pretty cool to see. So I am, I actually am pretty excited about it. Yeah, and the, and sort of good news for our perspective is with it being on sci-fi, they don't have the the twenty twenty two episode seasons. I think they do more like ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little easier to keep up with and so but yeah i mean i'm definitely willing to give it a chance and i think it will be interesting to see what kind of culture they build and what kind of the early days i don't i don't think we'll see many specific superman references i mean maybe we could see the early early version of like the beginnings of brainiac 1.0 mm-hmm. or something like that and you know references to some kryptonian families that we know but they've sort of got a blank slate yeah to take this so i wonder like for the diehard the people who aren't diehard fans like are they gonna see see that this show is related to superman and expect everybody to be flying around and using superpowers because they're not gonna get that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i think most people understand that you know superman wasn't born with those superpowers it's it comes from living in Earth's atmosphere, but I think some people might expect it to be superpowered. Um, but oh well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll probably figure it out pretty quick. Yeah, they'll they'll realize it pretty quick. So, um, the only other news we have is that, well, for starters, Flash season three is debuting tonight on the CW, eight o'clock Eastern time. And for those of you who don't get the CW or can't make that. It will be available on the CW app, the new CW app we've talked about a few times. That'll be available tomorrow. And then Vixen Season 2 is debuting on October 13th. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Vixen show is an animated short series set in the the Flash and Arrow CW-verse. Last year with Season 1, they had six episodes. I think they were around five to six minutes apiece. So, I mean, in total, we're looking at 30 minutes of of show so it's not very big but there's some cool guest stars they've had they had grant gustin as the flash last year Stephen amell as green arrow and i know um katie cassidy is going to be back in some role as black canary or or something like that so yeah it stars around 
Vixen, who was in an episode of Arrow last year. We got to see more of her, but this is back in animated form. And that debuts on October 13th. So that's the only news. That's all the news we've got for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.